The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the MRP. I don't know if I'm going to actually call it that, but I feel like it kind of has a nice ring to it. The Mental Reps Podcast, the MRP, I don't know. It shortens it up a little bit. We're rolling with it. We're going with it. It's a Thursday. I'm feeling good. I hope you are as well. And for today, we have a little bit of a shorter episode um, in the works just because uh, in all honesty, this topic is boring. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, but we need to talk about it. And for today, we are going to be going over rest, rest days, rest periods, the importance of it, why you need it. And I know you guys are all rolling your eyes like that's not why we're here, right? We need a good kick in the ass. We need some tough love. We need some education. And it's going to be all three of those things, but just a little bit less exciting. So we are going to be going through what the heck working hard looks like and resting hard looks like because the combination of the two is quite literally the only way you are going to see any sort of progress in your fitness journey. Building muscle, losing weight, losing body fat, getting shredded, getting big, whatever your goal is going to be, work hard, rest hard. The two of them have to go hand in hand for you to be making any sort of physical progress. So this is going to be kind of a compilation of the two. And and thinking back in my own fitness journey, as I always do with these episodes, it's something that I wish so badly someone had mentioned to me. I was always working hard, or at least I thought I was, right? I would never leave the gym and be like, eh, I half-assed it today. Like that, that's not me. I don't have that in my blood, in my nature. My DNA is pretty much all in 100% all of the time, which is great. Um, But I wasn't working hard the right way. And I certainly was not resting at all. I thought resting was for losers. Like who needs a rest day, right? We're in the gym. We're going. We're getting it. We're getting it done. And the people around me who were like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, loser, (laughs) lame, right? Like you have to take the day off. That sucks. Like I just, that was not me. I was a total hardo with my workouts, my movement in general. And my rest day was like, I'll just go run five, six miles. It's like, what the hell? It just, it wasn't working. And for the longest time, guess what? Wasn't seeing any sort of progress. There was absolutely no growth to any of my body parts. Any of the muscle that I was trying to build was not happening. And I also wasn't seeing really any physical changes at all. So my answer was, okay, well go harder, right? Do more, do extra do another workout. I was like, okay, that must be the reason why I'm not seeing results. And it was quite literally the opposite. So this episode is for those of you out there who may be in the same boat, but the reason why we are doing a work hard, rest hard kind of split for today is because in order for the resting to be effective, you have to be working hard enough. And newsflash to most of you out there, you're not. Sorry, I hate to say it, but most of us out there are not working hard enough or not doing nearly as much as we think we are. And then we are, you know, long awaiting our rest day to kick our feet back, you know, sit on the couch with a snack and call it a day. Not so much. So I want to be able to define exactly what working hard looks like so that you can feel super confident in all of the efforts that you're putting in through your workouts, through your fitness journey, and then also matching that with a layer of understanding as to why rest is so damn important. Okay, so part one, work hard, right? We have to learn to identify how how we can even really quantify this value, right? What does hard work 
look like. That's different really for every single person, every individual, every workout, depending on so many different factors, um, which is why it's it's not a black or white thing. It's not, yep, I worked hard. Nope, I didn't. I mean, in some cases, sure, if you know for a fact you half-assed whatever you just did, yeah, right. We, we, we know we're not there yet, but for a lot of people, if you're, especially if you're starting out in your health and fitness journey, everything is hard. Everything you're doing is difficult straight up. Like there's no part of this when you're first beginning, none of it is easy. It's not like, Oh, that workout was a breeze today. Like chances are it was still pretty hard, but being able to distinguish and identify between, was it hard or did I work hard? Like for me personally, individually, was it hard and challenging enough for myself and what I'm trying to do? And that's a very hard situation to be in because you got to be a little tough on yourself. You got to call yourself out really in the moment because you can look back on a workout and be like, yeah, I could have, I could have done a little bit more, but guess what? It's too late right? We already finished the workout. We already left the gym. We're already home. We're eating breakfast. We're doing what we have to do for the day. So you have to be able to look and call yourself out in the moment as like, Hey, can I, can I be doing more? Can I, I be lifting a little heavier? Did I do the same weight last week? Did I, you know, hit that same PR, whatever it's going to be? Like, if you know, you did the same thing last week, you're strong enough. Now go lift more weight right? Your, your endurance is better. Now go do that faster. Go limit your rest time. Go makes it ch- the point of all of your workouts for the most part, I'm generally speaking, but the point is for it to be freaking challenging for it to be challenging. So in your workout, in the moment, you need to be actively thinking about how can I make this harder? whether that's a form tip, right? Whether it's something that you're doing, maybe you're kind of squatting and you're kind of pushing your chest and you're not really using your legs because your legs are tired. You should catch yourself in that moment and say, huh, how do I make this harder? And then do that. And again, it's already hard. It's already challenging. So to actively try to make it more difficult, yeah, you may sound a little bit crazy, but you will thank me later when you actually start to see the progress from all of the work that you are putting in. So in general, I mean, working hard is not necessarily classified by the weight that you are lifting or the weight that you're choosing, or even really how sore you are after a workout, because I mean, there's so many other factors that go into both of those values, right? If you're a hundred pounds, obviously you're not going to be lifting as much weight as a 300 pound bodybuilder, but does that mean you're not working as hard? No, of course not. You want to work to your personal 100%. You want to work to your absolute max, to your, you know, red line kind of deal. So that that should not always be the case in regards to did I push myself enough? Same thing applies for muscle soreness. I hear this all the time from my clients and I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'm not even sore from that workout. Like wasn't oh, it was easy. Like, hmm. No, your muscle soreness is a lot more to do with how well you are recovering or your lack of recovery rather than your how hard you worked. So a good rule of thumb is to be able to quantify and really give a solid look at, hey, am I working hard enough is to use the RPE scale. Um, and I believe I've talked about this in a previous episode with just picking weights in the gym and, and doing what you need to do. But the RPE rate of perceived exertion is a scale one through 10. Um, and I'm going to kind of lay it out a little bit just to give you guys an idea of kind of where you want to be in each of your workouts. So personally speaking, I'm going to reference strength training a lot and weightlifting a lot because that's what I do. That's what I preach. That's what I have all of my clients doing. It's in my opinion, top tier. So the RPE scale, we've got levels one through three, which is kind of hardly exerting any effort. You can, 
you can pretty much maintain whatever that activity is for hours while holding a pretty steady conversation. So think about like a leisurely stroll, a leisurely walk, or maybe like a bike ride through the boardwalk, like just simple things where you're moving. Sure. But like, we're not, you know, we're not in it. So that's one through three. Then we've got levels four through six, which this stage, this level of RPE, like it, it requires effort, but it's still manageable. You can still maintain it for a good deal of time, a good duration of time. It's going to require a little bit more focus and you will start to fatigue, but by no means are you kind of focused in all in ready to go doing whatever it is that you're doing. So four through six could be something like some form of cardio that maybe the Stairmaster, right? It's hard, but like you can maintain it. You can manage it. It's doable. We got this. Next levels would be seven through eight, which is labored breathing requires a good amount of focus to maintain. You can speak, but you're only really speaking in maybe like choppy sentences after a set, right? So think about like re-racking the bar after you just squatted and like your friend's like, oh, bro, how was it? And you're like, oh, it was good. I mean, I just, I hit it for eight to 10. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're labored breathing, your legs are kind of tired, but like you got through it and you're not, you know, needing to sit down, you know, suck and win for a minute. So a level seven, eight, then we've got level nine, which is vigorous activity. And it is very hard to speak if possible at all. And you are needing to rest after every single set. Like you need to, you didn't want to just sit down and scroll on your phone to go through Instagram to kill some time, but like you needed to rest and sit and like look around and breathe and grab some water. Like you needed to do it. And then we've got level 10, which is all out max effort. And it is only really sustainable for maybe 20 to 30 seconds tops. So if you're thinking about a squat set, you're hitting like two to three reps. Like that is it. And God knows you are not speaking to anyone during those reps. You're not having a conversation. As soon as you rack that bar, like you are all the heck in. This is like max deadlifting, max squatting. If you are doing really any sort of compound movement that requires like some shit, right? It requires a good amount of effort on your end. That's level 10. So what I want you guys to think about is all of your training sessions should reach anywhere from an eight to a 10 all the time all the time, like your top set should require you to be all in. And if it's not, guess what? You're not working hard enough. If you're not working to that extent, like, and you know that, and you finish your last set of squats and you just re-rack the bar, you take everything off and you walk away and it's like, oh, done. What's next? What the fuck? You didn't do what you needed to do. You didn't work hard enough. Nothing that you just did caused any sort of adaptation in your muscles, which we're going to get to in a second, and you're doing yourself a disservice, okay? So if you are in that, you know, one to five, six category, you're flying through your bicep curls, you're talking to your girlfriend, you're doing what you got to do, then you're picking up Instagram, then you're moving to the next machine, just forget it, literally forget it, right? Some workout is better than no workout, sure, but you're wasting your own time at that point. And in my opinion, if you're going to be there, you might as well be there right? You might as well go all in. You might as well zone in on what the heck you're there for instead of just wasting 60 minutes of your life. Okay. So if you're not working to that eight to 10 extent in every single workout, then do not come crying to me when you can't tell any difference. And you tell me that lifting isn't working and that we're not able to see any changes or it just doesn't work for me. No, you're just not working. Does that make sense? Okay. That's step one. And then we've got step two in the work hard, rest hard is, drum roll please, you guessed it, resting. Resting and allowing your body to recover. And again, thinking back to when I was first starting out lifting, I'm sure I lifted through college and we kind of had planned 
days on, plan practice, plan rest, plan, like everything was totally mapped out for me. I could have been a complete walking zombie and just gone through the motions. It was already all figured out. When I first started on my own and was like, I'm signing up for the gym, I'm getting my lifts in, I'm going to do the thing. Like I was working out literally seven days a week. I didn't know what the heck to do with myself on a rest day. I thought it was a waste of my time. I thought anything that I was doing on that rest day could probably be better spent in the gym if I was working out. And it just, I was go, go, go all the time. And and like I mentioned earlier, did absolutely nothing for any sort of progress, any of my gains, any really nothing. It just mentally speaking, that's what I needed. I'm very happy to be out of that phase and understanding the importance of rest. But again, why I give you guys all of this information and come on here ranting and raving every single week is so that you can learn. So if you are already called out with the working hard section of this episode, first and foremost, change that. Because if you can't change that, then the resting situation doesn't need to change either. You're not working hard. You don't really need to rest hard, right? So fix that first. And if you're called out, good. But for the second piece of the puzzle, if you are up there, you are working hard, you're eight out of 10 for RPEs, you're really freaking getting after it, you're sore, you're tired, you're giving it your all every single session, then you do need to be equally prioritizing your rest. Okay. So I recommend in most studies, science, you name it out there recommends the same with, you know, about one to two rest days during a seven day period of time. Like if you are really working hard, that's, that's, you know, step one, but one to two rest days during a seven day period of time. So if you think about the week and your training split and what the heck you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, during that time, there should be strategically programmed out rest days. Okay, so for me personally, I like to do one more, you know, active rest day during my week to kind of break up my week lifts and then one full rest day on a Sunday. Sunday is my relaxation day. Sunday is my grocery shopping day, my laundry meal prep. I'm productive as hell on a Sunday. I am not in a gym. And most times that is because I am very sore and tired from the Saturday leg day that I just did. So you see how I kind of made that work. I strategically planned my rest days. I did not plan a full total off day after a, I don't know, a little bit easier upper body day, for example. I know I give it 1000% for all of my leg days. So when it comes down to my Saturdays and I'm freaking killing it, I'm going to need that rest day on a Sunday going to need my legs to spend their time repairing, which we are going to get to in just a second. But that's kind of like the, the way I like to go about it. Full rest day on a Sunday and then my active rest day during the week. It does fluctuate a little bit between a Wednesday and a Thursday, um, depending on my scheduling, depending on workflow, depending on how I'm feeling. I do move that around a little bit. Um, but the difference between an active rest day and a total rest day kind of as it sounds, an active rest day, you are still moving. I like to think about it where you're still active, but you're not necessarily hitting that, you know, eight to 10 RPE. You're doing activities that leave you on, you know, the five or lower end of things for that scale. So going for an extra long walk, going for a hike with a friend, going to a yoga class, going to, I don't know, something that you enjoy that allows you to still move your body, but you're not necessarily killing it, crushing it, programmed out workout, lifting for the day. 
So for me, sometimes that is just a super long walk. Sometimes I'll just put my headphones in and go walk for like an hour, two hours, even outside if I have the time to do so. I'm not trying to hit any particular pace. I'm not, you know, tracking my, I just, I'm just walking. I'm just moving my body and allowing that blood flow to occur and allowing all those nutrients and oxygen to flow through your muscles in your body. It's helping you repair things and it can help a lot with muscle soreness as well if you do struggle with that quite a bit. A full rest day, like I said, you're not really doing any of that. Personally, I will always still hit my step goal for those full rest days, for those Sundays, but it's usually just because I'm out and about doing things. I'm not actually intentionally hopping on the treadmill or anything along those lines. So there is a bit of a difference there, um, but that's kind of like the way I like to split things up in regards to my work to rest ratio. All right, let's dive into the nitty gritty of it, right? Why the heck are we resting? Why is this important? So when, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard this before, but maybe just me reiterating it again is going to help it stick. When you are working out and you're hitting that that hard workout, that eight to 10 RPE, you are essentially recruiting muscles and muscle fibers to do their thing, to get the weight up, to do what you want to do, but you are damaging and breaking down and ripping and tearing those muscle fibers. Now, before you freak out and you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds crazy. It is very normal. It is supposed to happen. That is your body's response to stressors and loads placed on it. And the reason that happens is because your body and muscles break down and then they repair themselves bigger, stronger, heavier in order to be more equipped and well adapted to handle the stress that you are putting on it. So for example, leg day you are squatting, you are hitting that eight to 10 RPE, killing it, crushing it, maybe you hit a PR for your squat, your body is breaking down in order to allow you to do that. Now, our bodies are very smart, very smart and very adaptive. It now knows, hey, this crazy lady is putting a ton of weight on her back and she's using us, us as in your leg muscles, to get this weight back up. Okay, she did it last week. We know it's going to happen again. Okay, we're going to be better prepared this time. We're going to be better equipped. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be faster. We're going to be, you know, we're, we're going to be the, the masters of, of this movement. And they rebuild and repair themselves so that you can do that same movement again, but do it better. First of all, that's pretty fucking cool. Like if you're not a nerd out there and just nerd out with me for like 30 seconds, that is pretty fucking cool that our bodies take any sort of stress or stimulus we place on it and then they adapt to better respond to that stimulus next time it comes around. That is amazing. Okay, next piece of the puzzle is repairing those muscle fibers and having them rebuild to form new muscle proteins and new strands and new myofibrils, like to do all of that it doesn't happen in that workout. It doesn't happen for your next squat sets. You can lift a little heavier. It doesn't even happen that same day. That occurs when you are resting. That occurs when your body is at its homeostasis. It's chilling. It's hanging out. Your muscles are not being used. It occurs while you rest. Okay. That hypertrophy, the the growth in thickness and size and numbers, it, it occurs when you are not using those muscles, which is exactly why rest days are so important. If you are constantly breaking down, breaking down, breaking down, and you're never giving your body any, any point of your body, I'm using legs specifically, but if you're not giving any part of your body a chance to rebuild, to get stronger, to repair themselves, you're not going to see any changes. It's not because you're not working hard enough. You're just quite literally not doing the other half of the equation. 
right? It's like saying two plus two equals four and you're leaving out one of the twos. You're never gonna get to four. You're gonna be stuck at two. You're gonna wonder why the heck you're stuck at two. You're gonna get frustrated that you're still at two and then you're probably gonna give up because this, this equation's not working for me. It does. It does work for you just like it works for everybody else. But if you're not implementing it the way it needs to be implemented from a scientific standpoint, then you can't expect two plus two to equal four. It's not going to happen by itself. Okay. So allowing your bodies to break down because you are working hard enough and following that up with an adequate amount of rest throughout the week in order for those muscles to rebuild and repair. That is the only, that is the only recipe for success here. Okay. We can't change this at all, right? None of us are that special. We all need to rest. And before anyone comes at me with like, you know, I need three rest days, four rest days, this, that, I'm going to do every other, like, you're probably not working hard enough. And I hate to say it, guys, I really do, because I am such an advocate for something is better than nothing. But if you are resting more than you are working, that's not going to work either. Okay, that is that is simply not the two plus two equals four. That's not going to get us there either. You have to have equal proportions. And for most of us, like I said, one to two rest days during a seven day period of time is more than enough. Okay, you don't want to be on the side of things so extreme that you're lifting seven days a week. But you also don't want to be so extreme on the side of things that you are resting seven days a week. You know what I'm saying? So we have to find that balance in there. And we have to work up to it. Yes. But doing one without the other is so freaking counterproductive. Last but not least, from a hormonal standpoint as well, I mean, your hormones play a very big role, males, females, everyone, for your progress to be made. Um, And the bottom line is if you're not resting and you're not giving your body a chance to return to baseline levels on so many different fronts, there is no way you're going to build muscle. There is no way you are going to burn fat. There is no way your body composition will change at all if everything is out of whack all the damn time, okay? Because as much as our bodies want to adapt, they want to make those changes, they want to repair your muscles, if things are going crazy, what is it going to do? It's not prioritizing your muscles. No, it's prioritizing your cells and your digestion and all of your functional shit that needs to happen for you to survive. And as cool as muscle building is, we don't need that to survive. So essentially you want to put your body in such a perfect environment, such an ideal environment that it says, I'm good. I'm chilling. Hormones are awesome. We're feeling good. We're sleeping well. Everything's taken care of. Cool bet. Stay put. I'm going to fix these muscles real quick. We're going to build up a little bit here and then we'll get back to business as usual. Right? So if you are chronically stressed out. You are never taking a rest day. You are never sleeping. You're hyped up on caffeine all the time. You are doing everything wrong, so to speak. But then you're like, oh, I'm going to take a rest day once a month. Like what? That's not going to do anything. That's not going to do anything. So resting allows your body from a hormonal standpoint as well to get back to baseline levels, which the older you get, the more important it is. And I'm only 23 years old and I have already continued to learn that lesson, right? You don't you don't recover the same. You don't build the same. Your body doesn't respond the same the older you get. You have to do more for your recovery. You have to give a shit even more about the little things that your body always just kind of did on its own. It's like, oh, now I have to care about my cortisol levels? I thought I was just like a stressed out college kid. Like whatever, stress. Yeah, everybody's stressed. It's like, no, now it fucking matters. Like if you want to see any changes happening physically, mentally, emotionally, in your physique, any of it, like you have to care about what's going on internally. And a lot of times those rest days from a mental health standpoint too, helps so tremendously with just doing this 
and sticking with it and staying true to your goals, staying true to your protocol, staying true to your compliance and continuing to move forward. So that is the end of my hormonal rant, but I, I think rest too. It's so underrated. And honestly, I do think it goes one of two ways. Either you're like me where you never, ever rest and you're just go, go, go all the time, or you aren't working hard enough at all, resting way too much. And you're like, this isn't working. I was at the gym twice this month and I didn't see anything. So I quit. Well, what the fuck, right? You have to have a balance there. You have to work hard. You have to rest hard. The two of them work together as a nice recipe for success. So that is all I have for you guys today. I know not the most, you know, kick-ass, tough love, you know, type of episode. But like I mentioned, it is so important. And that's my goal with everything that I that I give you guys and share on this platform. It's not for my benefit. It's lessons that I've learned and helping you get there a little bit faster. So if you are me and you needed to hear this, take a damn rest day. If you can't remember the last time you got to the gym, get a damn workout in, okay? Do what you need to do for you and your goals, but make sure that we are finding a sweet spot right in the middle.